Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day, another win, another series win and series sweep, and this time around, the Braves accomplished their last major goal of the 2023 regular season. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves came in to Thursday night. With the opportunity to earn another series sweep, it, this has been a big series overall. You know, coming into Tuesday, this had to be one of the more intriguing series in terms of the National League that was out there for the last week of the season. You had the Braves with plenty to play for to try to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. You had the Cubs who were playing, who were fighting for their playoff lives when it came to the NL Wild Card. And in the Tuesday and Wednesday night game, you also had plenty of fun when it came to the game action. The Cubs got up early. Got up big early in both Tuesday and Wednesday's game, but the offense of the Braves stormed back and they had two come-from-behind victories to earn a win on Tuesday, earn a win on Wednesday, and they were set up to hopefully accomplish both home field advantage and the best record in baseball on Thursday. And that's exactly what the Braves did. Though the Cubs actually went up early, got up one to nothing in the top of the first inning. Matt Olson, as he's done many times this season, delivered his 54th home run of the year. More on that in just a second. But his 54th home run of the season gave the Braves a 2-1 to lead. As the game went along, both uh, uh, Michael Harris II, Ronald Acuna Jr., they delivered RBI hits. Eddie Rosario also contributed with the run, in helping a run score. And the Braves went up 5-1 to one and eventually won 5-3. to three. So the offense, as we have come accustomed to all season, set the tone early. But there also was some good significance when it came to the pitching efforts on Thursday, especially when it came to A.J. Smith-Shaver as well as Kyle Wright. On the night, A.J. Smith-Shaver arguably had his best pitching performance in, the, in a Braves uniform this season. Three and two-thirds innings. No hits allowed, only one earned run, one ball, one ball, one walk, and two strikeouts. A very encouraging performance for A.J. Smith-Shaver and what realistically could be his finer performance in a Braves uniform this season. Is there is there a small chance he could be on the playoff roster? Sure, if another injury or two were to occur, perhaps the Braves would put A.J. Smith-Shaver on a playoff roster. Do I think it's likely? Not necessarily, but if this were to be, the last time we see 
A.J. Smith-Shaver in a Braves uniform this season, you have to be highly, highly encouraged with how well he's done this year, especially when you consider the fact that he's 20 years old and how much the Braves have pushed him this season. He's been across, I believe, four different levels of the franchise this year, and at each level he has continued to impress. At the major league level, over 25 and one-thirds innings this season. A.J. Smith-Shaver has, has, has struck out 20 batters, only walked 11. He has a 4.26 ERA, a 183 average against. Hitters have only hit 183 against him during his 25 and one-thirds innings in the majors this season, and he has a 1.11 whip. He has given up seven home runs, but you expect for that to happen with how young he is at the major league level. But again, it has to be highly encouraging with with the fact that he has consistently been shifted between different levels of the franchise, him being able to handle that and still perform at a high level at each of those levels, that's very, very encouraging for the future. And you certainly have to say with confidence, he is, without a doubt, one of the most intriguing arms to be a long-term fixture of the Braves rotation. Now, will that be next year in 2024? I'm sure he'll have the opportunity to do that with the strong spring. It may be more likely, you know, that becomes a bigger reality in 2025, but without a doubt, A.J. Smith-Shaver certainly is the most intriguing young arm in the Braves organization, and he does look like he has the potential to be a long-term fixture in the Braves rotation for quite a bit of time, joining the likes of Spencer Strider and others. That would be a great development for Atlanta. But the other good thing for the Braves is that Kyle Wright also had a second straight strong appearance when it came to him kind of being the second part part of that piggyback approach out of the bullpen. Two and one-thirds innings, he did allow three hits, he allowed a run, walked a batter, hit a batter, but struck out four hitters, just like he did on Sunday. Wright came out of the bullpen. He he did give up a run on both occasions, but he proved to be effective. He proved to be able to basically work through the opposing lineup at least one time through and was able to limit the overall production of the opposing lineup. And that seems to be an, a role that the Braves are really eyeing for Kyle Wright to take over for the playoffs. If Kyle Wright were to be that long reliever role, there's some history there that shows he can handle that role. There's been, there's been times in the the playoffs over the past few years, Kyle Wright has been effective in that long relief role. And when we talk about how the Braves may handle a Game 3 scenario after Spencer Strider and Max Reed have started Games 1 and 2, you know, it seemed like over the past several days that Bryce Elder with the injury, you know, concerns with Charlie Morton, it seemed like Bryce Elder may take the ball in a Game 3 scenario. But if instead the Braves decide to go with the bullpen approach, and maybe use a Jesse Chavez as an opener, they then now seem to have confidence. There seems to be plenty of logic in using Kyle Wright to be able to go two, three, four innings as a long relief option in a bullpen game, and he certainly seems like he can get the job done. So you have to be highly encouraged with the fact that Kyle Wright seems to have settled into a role where he can be an effective part of the Braves pitching in the playoffs. But now the Braves have gotten home field advantage. Now the Braves have secured the best record in baseball. What stands out next for them to accomplish this weekend against the Nationals is plenty of history, and Matt Olson, as he has done all season long, helped to continue that pursuit towards history on Thursday night.
So when September started for the Braves, there were plenty of storylines that are going to be worth following. You know, not only the Braves being able to check many boxes when it came to team success, you know, them winning the division, them earning a buy in the playoffs, gaining the best record in the majors and getting home field advantage throughout the playoffs, all that was accomplished. But of course, there was plenty of history for the Braves to be able to make with how special they had been so far throughout the season entering September, both at a team level and an individual level, plenty of opportunity for this Braves team to make both franchise and major league history, and that's exactly what they've done. Of course, what stands out at the top of the list is Ronald Acuna Jr., becoming the first member of the 40 home runs, 70 stolen base club in a single season. Obviously now the clear front runner in the NL MVP race. He has been absolutely incredible all season long, one of the best best individual offensive seasons we have seen in Major League Baseball history. But beyond that, both the Braves and a few other individual players have plenty of potential history they've already made and they could make over this weekend that gives the Braves still a little bit more to play for when it comes to finishing up their series against the Nationals. Of course, Matt Olson stands out as someone who has already really accomplished the history that he set out to make. He set the new franchise record for home runs in the season now with 54 on the year. He once again delivered in the first inning on Thursday night. And what stands out about this Braves team is that, you know, one thing that we've talked about, one kind of calling card or trademark of why this Braves team has been so good all year long is because of how dominant they have been in the first inning. When you look at the Braves offense in terms of first inning production, it has been one of the best single season one of the best single seasons a team has ever had in terms of offensive production in the first inning. If you want an example of that, Matt Olson produced his 33rd and 34th first inning RBI of the season on Thursday night. He tied fellow teammate Austin Riley, who also has 34 RBIs, first inning RBIs on the season. They're tied at 34 first inning RBIs. That's eight more than anybody else in the majors in terms of first inning RBIs this season. And of course, the reason why they've been so productive at driving in runs is because how well Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzie Albies have been at setting the table during the first inning of games. So Matt Olson, so the whole top of the Braves order has just been as consistent as they can be at setting the tone early for the offense. But Matt Olson, his success obviously isn't limited just to the first inning. Now, 54 home runs and 136 RBIs in the season. It's the first time since 2007 that a player, the Major League player, has had at least 54 home runs and 136 RBIs in a single season. That's how productive Matt Olson has been this year, and that's to the level that he's produced that we haven't seen in over 15 years. Sure, you know, we've seen, you know, um, uh, um, Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs last year. I'm not saying Matt Olson has had the best power production season of anybody over the past 15, 16 years, but it's just awesome to see the level at which he has been able to deliver all year long. Clearly, he's going to finish in the top four of the MVP, and we also know that in his time in Atlanta, if you go back to last year's series against the Mets for the Braves to be able to clinch the division, if you go back to the playoffs, I know that there were many disappointing, you know, turn of events for the Braves in the playoffs against the Phillies, but Matt Olson was not one of them. If Matt Olson can once again step up in big games like he's had the tendency to do in Atlanta, that'll be a big, big boost for this Braves team to be able to have a very special 
October. But then we shift the focus when it comes to individual history that could be made to Spencer Strider. Alan Winans gets to start on Friday night, but Spencer Strider is in line to start Saturday night. That's significant because Strider has the potential to get his 20th win and also has the potential to get 277 strikeouts if he were to get three more strikeouts on Saturday. With his 277 strikeout, Spencer Strider will set a new franchise record for most strikeouts in the modern era. The most strikeouts in a Braves single season since 1900 is 276 by John Smoltz. Spencer Strider is at 274 right now, three strikeouts from setting a new franchise record. He also has the potential, I mentioned this after his last start, but he also has the potential to become the first major league pitcher under the age of 25 in 50 years to have 20 wins and 270 or more 275 or more strikeouts in a single season. That's how special Spencer Strider has been so far this year. Does that give him a good chance to win the Cy Young? I think he'll be in the conversation, but it seems like Blake Snell probably has the upper hand in the Cy Young conversation, but that shouldn't take away from just how productive and special Spencer Strider has been so far this year. So you still have plenty of Braves hitters who could set individual career best, but also continue to make franchise and major league history with their production at the plate. Spencer Strider obviously could have a special Saturday night with setting some franchise marks as well, but of course the big pursuit for the Braves is the single season major league baseball record for home runs. They now are at 304 on the year. They need four more to surpass the Minnesota Twins. In, in terms of the most home runs in a season by a major league team, the 2019 Twins had 307, the 2019 Yankees had 306, the 2023 Braves had 304. The Braves very easily could surpass that this weekend as since they've got really nothing to play for now, they can focus on getting that done. Maybe they'll even get it done on Friday night to give Alan Winans some support for him to be able to get a victory. But the Braves need four more home runs for them to be able to set a new major league record for the most home runs by an MLB team in a single season. So plenty still to watch for, plenty of history to be made. And yeah, while the Braves you know, may sit a few regulars throughout the next three games, you know that the Braves definitely want that uh, team home run record. So it'll be fun to see how quickly they can accomplish it against the Nationals. Again on Friday, Alan Winans will take the mound for the Braves, looking like like A.J. Smith-Shaver on Friday. You know, perhaps Winans could you know, have a small chance at at finding a spot on the playoff roster. I don't I don't think there's really a, a big chance that that happens, but he'll be able to at the very least put together a good, a good strong performance to end his season. He's looked good at times at the major league level. He's had a very strong season overall for the franchise. He'll have a good a good opportunity to put an exclamation point on his 2023 season. And again, even though the Braves don't have anything to play for, it'll be fun to see if they can get another if they can make more history against the National and what should be a fun weekend to wrap up the season in Atlanta. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. This is the last Daily Hammer 
of the regular season, but we'll be back with you to discuss playoff baseball. Until then, make sure you check out the next Battery Power podcast on Sunday with Brad Rowland and Scott Coleman as they wrap up the regular season, and we'll have plenty of content for you on BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and all of our podcast content now will be fully focused here in the near future on getting ready for the 2023 playoffs. Make sure you check it all out wherever you get your podcasts. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Go Braves! We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. We'll